Welcome back to the Mickey D's podcast. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, sir. I am Mickey War. DJ Danger Zone. Your boy DJ Row. And we're getting pretty good at this thing. We got a lot of practice mm-hmm. under our belts now, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, we haven't been DJ here Rao. in a while because we've been on the road. On the road. On the road. We're taking our shows on the road. Danger Zone. Fresh off of the East Coast. But of course, uh, we are episode 30, Mickey D's podcast episode 37. 37. 37. Yep. 37. Yep. Oh, yeah. See, we're, mm-hmm. everybody's got it. We, got we, all, we all bilingual. You know what I'm saying? We got a live crowd, a live audience in the building. Yeah. Make some noise, Sean. Andre Cox is in the building, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Hits that only works. is in we'll the take building. That. <laughs> someone someone killed something? Need help. <laughs> but we are here, and um, man, good to be back with you boys. Likewise. Um, um, are you guys recovered fully from the East Coast? Man, that took me a minute. Yeah, you know what, man? It, it was a good, you know, it didn't seem, it was such a short trip, but it didn't seem like a short trip. Right. And it happened, what, it was like, right now we're recording, it was two weeks ago? Yeah. Short yeah, we were home trip. all last week. Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago. So yeah. it doesn't, yeah. it still feels like it happened a couple of days ago. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it was a great trip, man. Yeah. Big ups uh, and, and huge thank you to uh, Big Night Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, Beat Source. Brandy. Beat Source, mm-hmm. uh, shout to DJ Costa, DJ JD, mm-hmm. Vinny Vibe, Jason Wise, and everybody who was involved with these yeah. linkups. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Phenom, the president. You know, mm-hmm. he was a big um, person behind getting us out there, and um, you know, just getting to meet everybody. Yep. Most importantly, shout out to all the DJs that showed up in Connecticut yes. and in Boston. Yeah, yeah Con- we had Conne- a great turnout out connecticut there. was a was a good turnout I don't, I don't know what they were expecting because it's like in the middle of nowhere in connecticut mm-hmm. yeah considering that it was still a really good turnout but boston was a really really big turnout and um there's just a lot of love for the culture and guys wanting to connect and for boston being so competitive you know you you heard randy talk about how competitive the city is right. yep for boston being so competitive it was really dope for some of those some of those guys won't step foot in those venues wow. because it's so competitive but for them to come out to empire and then later on to the grand i thought it was really dope for them yeah. to show up yeah no if, that was major. the funny thing is buddy was hiding most of the time and he was hiding <laughs> with by us because he's like bro i'm like what, what's up buddy everything all good he's like man everywhere i go i'm getting hit up for a booking everyone's trying to get a booking <laughs> for so hey, he's hey, just man, like laying low you put like, that on hey. yourself you knew what was gonna happen when you had a room full of djs <laughs> yeah Everybody's handing out some demos, links. Yeah, demo links, <laughs> CDs. But no, that was a part of the, you know, DJs coming out and just seeing who's who, what's what, and just connecting and letting it be known. This is who I am. This is what I do. But, you know, so, uh, you know, all in all, it was a, a great turnout. And um, and even the Grand was dope. Yeah. Um, A-Track uh, did A-Track. He did a really good job. Yeah, he closed for me. He, A-Track yeah. closed for Mickey, Mickey that's right. Mickey I'm glad they sorted A-Track. that out because man, I wasn't sure who was going to close for who. <laughs> disrespectful. Man. But, um, Put some respect yeah. on my man's name. I got to say, uh, we, we talked, I think we talked about this in the earlier episode, but when uh, we walked by the Grand and, and saw how beautiful a venue it was oh, yeah. uh, from the outside, but we, we started to give <laughs> Joe his flowers <laughs> and uh, he was ready to give his own flowers on the, <laughs> the drops. Mm-hmm. But, look, you know, look, look, listeners. I come on this episode every other week 
talking about my experiences with the grant and memoir and big night. And it's just like, okay, cool. I'm not saying nobody believes me, but it's just like, Oh, <laughs> word, word. We didn't even step foot in the grand yet. Right. We were walking outside past the grand and these two guys are like, yo, you DJ here. And I was like, yeah, man, come on. I've been trying to tell you, but it's cool. You know, sometimes you just got to experience it for yourself. Trust me. I've been there, done that. Listen, you got to experience know? it for yourself. And, and yeah, give those guys a shout out because those venues were beautiful. You know, we got to check yeah. out downstairs with Scorpion. If I'm not Scorpion bar. Yeah. Scorpion bar yeah, downstairs. That's, that's, which was, that club gets popping. Yeah. Which was dope. Yeah. Um, and then obviously uh, at the Grand with Mickey and A-Track, uh, beautiful mm-hmm. venue. Um, yeah, great venue. Definitely looking forward to check out their other venues out there as well. Um, but hold, yeah, man. Hold up, Mickey. Um, being that you are an LA DJ, DJing at the Grand, how'd you think your set went? In Boston. In Boston. Um, I think it was hard. And and, and also to add uh more to it, it was uh, um supposed to be like a hip hop turntableist kind of night. So it wasn't like we know. I don't think anyone was was expecting a top forty set, you know, but just familiar, cool hip hop. So, sure. Yeah. Yeah, we just I, so the listeners know. Yeah, so um, I know it's it was there, and kind of what you briefed me on, and and uh, you actually privyed me to with like your one of your sets over there. Yeah, and um, you know it being a hip hop night, going into that that set, it was kind of like all right, like it was really an open ended book, not knowing what to mm-hmm. go. I think my job, or at least what I thought my role was at the night, was just to keep it familiar and not to out of bounds um shout out to mag park we're still getting phone calls after hours hey man listen but get that money you know (laughs) get that money no we're leaving that in but um okay so yeah going into that set i think um you know after you shot me one of your playlists i think for me my role is just to kind of keep it familiar even though I was a co-headliner you know right 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 respect uh what i assumed or might could have happened afterwards mm-hmm. um i will say um it was a kind of a late crowd uh yeah. in regards to i think when i jumped on was 11 right. so and drew went on before you drew and shout to dj drew. drew yeah um and you know it being a hip-hop night um he he had it in kind of a more like mellow house mm-hmm. uh up-tempo uh vibe so you know of course per usual i think this is usually all of our theories but we try to like keep it similar to the last guy before you finally get comfortable you, mm-hmm. with the equipment, spacing, and everything, and then start to to go into what you think you want to do. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I played up tempo for a bit, brought it back down to to what I felt was like opener hip hop, you know, familiar records, some R and B stuff. I saw, you know, like. I mean, the bottle girls are there. There's some girls, mm-hmm. um, early tables, not much of a dance floor up until like towards the end. And so I, I just kind of played what I thought a track might not play. Yeah. Um, and keep it as familiar as possible and then try not to do too much. You know, I'm not the yeah. guy that is going to have his logo thrown around the screen all night or mm-hmm. like crazy lighting. So I just wanted to play my role, um, mm-hmm. while showing a little bit of, you know, some flavor because uh it was a room full of djs so you kind of yeah. want to like pepper it with yeah something you know some tricks or whatever or wordplay whatnot so um i think i did that for the most part i did get a couple curveballs from some people in the room you mm-hmm. know they were like oh go up tempo and i was just like okay here we go like let's let's do that um and uh they were employees uh 
let's just say they were people that at some point either cut our check or were part of the the venue. So gotcha. Uh, I'll you know I'll take their feedback seriously versus yeah. like just some random person. Of course. Um. So that's where I kind of like towards the end of my set took it up there, um, while still keeping it not too wild. Um, and then a track went on. So yeah. I think I, I just had a support. Um, shout out to a couple people in the room who who did shoot me some feedback mm-hmm. that they enjoyed it. Some people were talking about bringing me out to DJ somewhere other places. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, that one gig from doing that gig yeah. happened. Nice. Yeah. Um, so that's always good. And outside of that, then a track took, took it over and, um, he did his thing. It's always amazing. Um, I think that the identity of that night is still kind of open-ended because mm-hmm. the first guys, and I know you said the key word there, I think is turntablist mm-hmm. because they had Z trip and craze before a track. Yeah. And then, which are very turntablist <laughs> yeah. heavy. Um, and then, um, there was actually a great moment. I think you caught it, which was they had the camera set up. So that you could see what's going on on this on the decks. Yeah, the yeah they had an overhead camera. And then they were able to project it on top on when he LED got to cutting tracks, a little yeah. bit. That looks sick. Like if that's yeah. what the vision is and to just extend on that or expand on that, I think yeah. they got a great thing going on there. You know, uh, speaking to A-Tracks set, because we heard them two nights in a row once right. at, the sh- at Shrine and then at the Grand. Yep. And I had posted videos of him just cutting it up in the middle of his set. And it was, it went over a minute because I could only post a minute of it. Right. It was probably, I think one of the cut sessions he had was a minute 30. So imagine a minute 30 of just a track cutting like 128 tempo. And, um, and a couple guys hit me up. One guy for sure was from Hollywood. I can't. And the other guys from LA slash Hollywood. And um, he said... Which are two different things, people. Yeah, they're two different things. <laughs> we'll go back to that another episode. Yeah. And uh, it's funny. Spin to like post a tweet that says people from Hollywood are different from people from LA. Or yep. Bars. You say you're from Hollywood. You're not really... You know, something like that. You didn't move to LA. You didn't move to LA. You didn't move to Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So um, with that being said, so the Hollywood guy says something like um, this, um, this, this isn't working. But, uh, you know, he, he all he knew was my video. Right. And he didn't see the end of the video, and there are certain points where the place not erupted, but enjoyed it because yeah. both nights were music lovers, and not only were they music lovers, they were eight track lovers. So, right. so he can do what he wants, and and everything will be fine. And they hit me up saying this can never work in a club, and I'm like, you got to understand what eight track has built for himself, yeah, for sure. or what not just eight track, but some of these guys have built for themselves. They can do this whenever and wherever. I can't do it. Right. You two can do it. You know what I mean? Like the guy I'm talking to can't do it. So you like, and that's when I have these conversations with guys from LA and Hollywood, it's like, you, you got to step out. You got to go to other clubs or, or go to other events and, and shows and see how people react to other things and not just the typical, whatever you're playing or whatever's going on, especially in a night tailored. And I'm, and I'm not like trying to take shots at those guys, but I'm just trying to encourage like, you know, step out of your comfort zone, go to a event where dudes are doing stuff like this and where people appreciate it. Cause I think all of us always at the end of those events, we always feel like I would love to do something like that. You listen to a four color Zach do over set. You're like, man, I would love to DJ for that crowd. Right. You can play the coolest things. I can't play 
half that shit in the in my club sets or whatever clubs I do. But you know, you want to do those types of venues. So yeah, it's you know just people that that's just all I had to say about people that had some to say about a track scratching. Like man, we sh- we should all want to be in that position to just do what we want. I think that goes back to like even when Rock the Con and him got into it on the tweet thing and the whole road thing because yeah. Rock the Con is speaking on behalf of kind of what we've done in regards to the the lane that we've gone versus the lane he's gone and at the end of the day like he's Atrax put in the work to be able to be that guy that can go up there and do a cut yeah. or if he would have done one of his juggle sets like we'd all obviously appreciate it yeah. and being able to find and educate and push and that's where we really got to give the flowers to big night entertainment like you gotta you gotta give them credit for wanting to push the envelope and present a night like this Mm -hmm. the identity i think is still something that's being worked on so if you're from boston connecticut or any of those areas northeast areas like go support that that's a very unique uh night and i think as you see their calendar progress like that hip-hop element is starting to be a little more like heavier set than the turntable side, and so it seems like it could be something really, really great. Well, I, I once I wouldn't say it's their their it's their identity that they're still trying to figure out because I've seen who they have coming up, and I've told you guys who they have coming up, and it sounds like they know what they want, but they're also gonna pepper in this guy for a hip hop like a straight hip hop set. And but for the most part, every guy on that list was like has turntable skills and pushes that forward. Sure. Now, granted, you know, a track within play, he played like three hip hop songs at night. Still, it was it was still like he also made it a little bit of a turntable night. But then again, you also have to understand when you're booking guys like Z Trip and a track and even you can throw craze in there, they're going to do what they want. I don't know if they're necessarily tailoring tailoring their set. For um, that night or any night, because A Track's gonna show up and do what A Track wants, and it's gonna do. I've heard I heard him do a similar set at time a year ago, not like using the same tracks, but same vibe, like three or four hip hop songs and a little bit of a cut session, and that's like a top forty venue, and they loved it. Um, I talked to A Track before that, asking, and I said, because I'm expecting him to play all hip hop set. I heard you. Yeah, and I said, so um, when was the last time you did an all-hip-hop set? And he was just like, I, I don't really do all-hip-hop sets. I, I mix it up, and I'm thinking, oh, shit, I don't know if he got the memo on this venue or this night because it's supposed to be something like that. But end of the day, no one cared. He did his thing. Because tables were sold. His people were there. And that's, I think that's, and that's where, like, And that's where, like, even my mindset going into my set, it was like, I, I heard that at dinner. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, all right, like I got to go and try and like live there as long as I can yeah. while not overdoing it and feeling like, okay, I know he's not going to go too heavy. Mm-hmm. Let me still keep it somewhat like remixes and different things like that. It seems things that you suggested as well. Mm-hmm. And just try to, you know, I don't know, create some energy. And again, like, you know, at the end of the day, for for the night it was and and uh they had their table sold and the dance floor eventually started to fill in yeah. uh, right when a track went on um, but but those, that dance floor, like where they were music lovers that's what was so dope about that 100 like they were down for whatever and then <laughs> actually i won't speak on but the it was just a dope crowd that wanted to hear dope music i mean i think there's people literally on the dance floor from when i went on and never left 
Yeah. Like, yeah. they just had a great time. Yeah, just waiting for the next. If they weren't feeling it, cool. Wait for the next song. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Shit. exactly. I got to give a shout out, though, to uh, the staff at um, at Grand. They're great. The bartenders, security guards. There was a moment, and I don't know if you guys noticed. I think you noticed it. Uh, when Mickey was DJing, there was a guy literally giving him the thumbs down. Like yeah, I was, don't want to say that. He was, but, yeah. Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm saying it to give the staff at yeah. the Grand their flowers because, um, you know, we were pointing it out. We were like, yo, what's this dude's deal? Like, hey, I get it. You're not going to go in there. You're not going to appreciate every DJ. Every music lover has their taste. And not that Mickey was doing anything not, wrong. And, and not was, to take away from what Mickey was doing, bag. the dude was being a, a, a prick. And I think, you know, he was just probably waiting for A-Track yeah. or whatever to get on. So he was being an asshole and he was giving the thumbs down. Yeah, he was right and, in front of Mickey. And he was right in front of, he was right in front of you. You know what's so funny? I didn't even notice it until you told me later and I, I still don't later know Later in the night, yeah. And I was like, yo, this dude came over, but security came over there quick. And, and, but they but they were not cool about it. They were like, cool about it. They didn't kick the dude out or anything like that. They yeah. you know they had a conversation with him and they're like, listen, you can't you can't disrespect our DJs. Basically, I'm assuming their wordings were, you can't disrespect our DJs like that. Yeah. If you don't like what he's not what he's playing, just chill in the corner. And then when this this music that you like comes on, then you can have a good time. You know what yeah. I mean? They could have kicked him out and just been like you know whatever. Yeah. But they had a conversation with the guy. The guy was he seemed cool afterwards. He kind of like just chilled. Yeah. Um, and he turned up when when A Track. That's why I assumed because he was waiting for A Track. Because yeah. once A Track went on, his hands were in the air all goddamn night. So, um, yeah. what's what's your worst reaction when a guy's doing that in front of you? Because this happened to me before for sure. I'm um, sure it's happened to all the, of us. Uh, let's say the old rel would have cut the music off and had some words with him. Yeah. But me, I, I just I just don't let it bother me anymore. I'm yeah. just like you know I'm realistic. We're, we we are realistic to the fact that we can't please everybody. We not, you know, what like, I mean, like I, I had my blinders on. Apparently, I, apparently well, I had well, in the past. Work. Like what when that dude's in front, of you, boo, get off. Uh, how long have we been doing now? Fifteen years. It feels like fifteen years. Let's just say almost 15. about that. Let's, yeah. let's break it up into threes, right? First five years would have fucked with me. Like I would, yeah. I would have maybe, like I would have overthought it. I would have thought, like, what, damn, what am I doing? Like I would let what his reaction speak for the room, right? I think for the immaturity in the first five years, yeah. while learning what the hell I'm doing as a DJ. Yeah. Second five years, yeah, it'd be a little more aggressive. These last five years, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. end of the day, what matters to me is. Um, I was getting thumbs up from security guards, yeah. you know, or or like a cool little like like you know a little like, yeah. are you good? Yeah, you're good. And um, and then obviously like the people who are involved with the venue, you know, like if those people are cool or happy or yeah. they're not the ones coming up and like turning my gains down or you know whatever, like then I'm not doing a terrible job. Yeah. So I'll take that. But yeah, I don't think you know. Again, not everybody's gonna be into what you do yeah. no. especially with such a diverse lineup yeah if well, you will. well I noticed that when you have big um, headliners and people are there for them like everyone's the enemy <laughs> that, yeah, that, that sure. could that has the potential to um, to one up the headliner or show up the headliner not that you were trying to do that but they, they see others as a threat so they want to protect their guy no no that, yeah. this ain't the guy get the next guy on yeah. You fuck around, get your ass beat doing some oh, shit like that. And another piece of good information that was thrown at me on the spot. I was completely opening and setting up a track so that he could go on at 12. Apparently, he was still 1230. Mm-hmm. So literally, at 12, and they walked in like at 1205, shout out mm-hmm. to Sammy Needles. Um, and a track walked up. So literally at 1205, I'm like, cool, good. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. y'all ready to go? Yeah. And I was like, last one? And then it was kind of like, 
And I was like, okay, another one more. Yeah. You know, and I kept kind of just throwing records to transition away. But then finally somebody was like, oh, no, no, like they're not going on until 1230. I was like, oh, sh- well, damn. Like, yeah. just wasted three, four records. <laughs> yeah, nobody told me yeah. uh, about that. So, you know, you got to just adjust, man. It's, it's part of the the thing. And as long as the headliner does his thing, like I could, for me, it's just. I think for, for DJs that open up for guys like that, because the same thing happened with me and Snoop at time where they're supposed to go on at, let's say, 12. Uncle Snoop. And yeah. And I don't know any other Snoop. <laughs> that would be the time you should have smoked weed, Joe. With Snoop? Yeah. You're only smoking no fucking weed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so okay, you're supposed you go. to go on at 12. Yeah. And, uh, and you got to expect, especially if the room's not packed, the 99% of the time the headliner or the headliner's manager will say, keep going, or the, or the boss of the, you know, the club will say, Keep going until 12.30 or a half hour later because we got to fill this room up with bodies because a headliner's last thing they want to do is go on with 20 people oh, on the yeah. dance floor. Yeah. So, you know, for those of you that open up for those guys, just expect to go, you know, have that, I don't, I wouldn't call it an emergency set, but, you know, you know, be, be prepared for that opportunity. And, you know, if, if you smoke that, then it makes you look even better when, Shit, when Snoop was late, I was like, cool, I'm just going to get into my bag. I'm going to do what I do, and you, know, you just let me know. Play nothing but a G thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You played all I Snoop, play, you played played all Snoop, Snoop tracks. Hits. I played all this. I was like, <laughs> bro, you. Hey, oh, y'all want me? To, to oh, Carnage's <laughs> advice. You ain't better than me. <laughs> y'all, yeah. Oh, y'all want Snoop? <laughs> I'll give you some Snoop. Snoop. <laughs> some fucking Snoop. <laughs> the source, you think the Snoop play it? saying the source Let it be known, then. Oh, my God. We know where we at. Did Snoop play his own shit? Of course. Um, some of it. Yeah. Okay. No, but but he ain't even rapping. He's just it's just a straight DJ. Set. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, did he DJ that he played? White girls love shit. Snoop. Of course, man. White girls love Snoop. Yeah, I mean, girls yeah, love, love Snoop, that. but white girls love Snoop. They love that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, big ups to Beat Source. Yeah. Um, yeah, those guys, Empires. Yeah, it wasn't Empire. cheap, man. Yeah, def- it wasn't cheap. They they invest they're investing in us, they're investing in the brand and in DJs and the culture. Um, and it's just dope to see all this come about and it's not going to be the only link up they do they do link ups around the world yep so they might be coming to a city near yeah, you <laughs> be on the lookout did you guys uh travel at all with any masks on i was just about to ask that same thing uh, i did I for did a leg not. i didn't when i landed in atlanta because he's this dude shoots me a screenshot 200 people quarantine in atlanta <laughs> airport or something like that i'm like i <laughs> <laughs> got you shook I don't watch the news. I don't care for it. I'm, you know, in my head, it's, it's all fake and it's all just trying to get you to spend money and get you to worry and fear base and all that. So I didn't look into it because I don't, I don't like looking into that shit. So I was like, fuck. So I landed. And I was like, all right, let me just throw it on. What's the worst that can happen? I don't know, you know? And um, so obviously I'm, I'm fine. And, but I looked into it after I landed in the headline, after I read past the headline, all 20, all 200 passengers were cleared. Everything is fine. And then and then more stuff started coming out. Like the doctor, I saw Dr. Drew do a thing where he's like, everyone needs to chill the fuck out. Chill it is fine. Like you are fine. The, the chance of you broke the numbers down and all this. And I've, I've been listening to Dr. Drew since the 90s, like when this dude was on MTV. And, um, and to me, he's always come off as that, like just straight up and yeah. keeps it a buck with you. So I was like, all right, doc, if it's good for him, it's good for me. I'm done with this shit. 
that was calling everybody wearing a mask a little bitch. <laughs> you, you ain't catch, say, like you yeah. got a you got a better chance catching a fucking flu yeah. than you do this shit. But see, that's the like, thing; no one right. knows anything about, about it. it. So, yeah. like my my niece had the coronavirus a couple years ago, but it was it was a, a much smaller degree of it. But she's fine. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like we we do these types of things because we're influenced by the media, and and when you're in that sticky situation, you can say what you want at home, but when you're in that you know, potentially sticky situation in the airport, you're going to be like, and you see everybody else wearing it, you're going to be like, well, I don't, don't I feel like an asshole, you know, not wearing it? And, <laughs> or am I going to feel even more like an asshole if I have it after, it's, and all I had to do was wear the mask. But or then you, the, but then the mask, you know, word came out about the mask that that shit ain't going to stop you. Exactly. Right. That, you or it's not going to stop it. Did you see the story about the, the dude in New York wearing a mask passed out? In the middle of the street? No. Like, he was wearing a mask. No. <laughs> Fucking fainted right there in the middle of the street. And I'm like, there you well, go. The mask ain't supposed to let some air through. It's not supposed to <laughs> cut off all the air. Like, I, I don't know. They didn't explain why, how, or uh, right. the reason why he passed out. But I'm like, man, that shit's not saving you, bro. I, you just look stupid. I don't think I felt some type of way at all. Uh, like hearing about it. I'm like, okay, I got a good immune system, whatever. Exactly. And then on my flight back from New York, I, I did feel some type of way that the guy behind me was coughing a lot. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> like, hey. Come on, man. Like, hey, bro. bro come on, man. Like, take that shit to the empty aisle. But speaking of traveling, can't take you guys serious. ever travel next to a kid? Or like, in, if you're sitting in the row, if they're anywhere, like, yeah. man, I had to sit next to a kid on the way, on the way back to LA. Mm-hmm. How was that? You know what? It wasn't How too bad. Old? It wasn't Did too bad for me. Come out? How old? It was. He was like, he had to be like four or five. Oh, yeah. So you know, old enough to know better. Yeah. But still, he's too young to. He want to act a fool and can't sit still for a minute. So I mean, he wasn't too bad around me. And and the parents were extremely apologetic to me whenever like he would That's cross cool. the boundaries and shit That's like cool, that. Like man, have his yeah. foot all up on my side and shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, come on, man. You bump my <laughs> elbows, bro. Man, like, on. But yeah. I felt so bad for the dude that was sitting in front of him mm-hmm. because he was kicking the shit out of that chair, oh, my nigga. God. Yo, I was like, yo. And the dude in front of him, he was just sitting there like... <sighs> <laughs> he was tired. He didn't say nothing. I was like, bro, I would have let this nigga, little nigga have it. This is here. You gonna get this little motherfucker? <laughs> Wait for context. And it's not really that important, but it is. What what uh, ethnicity was the family? Um, the wife was Caucasian, and the husband. So I was sitting. So they had two kids. Okay. And the wife and one of the kids were sitting in the row over. I'll okay. seat, middle seat. I had the window seat, and then the dad. And um, the other kid was sitting in my seat. And when I saw them walking up, and I'm like, please don't put the kid next to me. Please don't put the... You know, normally people will put the kids on the outside. Yeah. So it doesn't bother nobody, right? But he put the kid in the middle. Uh, so the mom was Caucasian, and the dad was like Middle Eastern or okay. some sort of like See, that's that. that's where they fucked up. You got to put the kid on the window. Well, he didn't, have the, he didn't, he didn't have the window. Uh, I had the window seat. Uh, so I'm saying if you, have a, you, if you have the choice between a middle, an aisle, or a middle in a, in a yeah. window... You sit in the middle. Yeah, you yeah. put the child on the yeah. end. You know what I mean? Either Protect the window them. or the aisle. Protect yeah. the person next to you. And I'm like, but, you know, I can't blame people who are unaware and just don't know no better. You know, it's the worst is when these fucking kids play their music loud or play their stupid ass games, games. loud as shit. Like, Yo, it's already loud thing. on this fucking airplane. Yeah. That's another thing the kid was doing. He was screaming mad loud. He was watching cartoons and he was screaming mad loud on the plane. See, like, ah! that... 
that to me like doesn't bother me because I understand it's like the kid just has to, you know, he's he's a kid. But you can control the volume on on a laptop or on oh, an yeah, iPad. Yeah. I mean, or I'm some saying shit. the kid himself was being loud, like he was yeah. screaming. Yeah, like, he saw something funny or something like that on even, the even the then. TV. I'm just that that doesn't bother me too much. But turn that shit down or give the kid some headphones. Easy fix. I will say this though. That's um, on the parents. So most of the most of the trip, the dad, like I said, the dad was sitting with me, and the kid was like, you know, he was getting anxious, and the dad just like was trying, kept trying to find shit to like, you know, uh, entertain him. Yeah. Whether it be like his tablet or something on the screen for some cartoons yeah. to watch or whatever. And he was just like, you, you could tell like the dad was getting frustrated because he wanted to watch the movie that he was watching. And he was like, ah. So maybe like the last hour or so on the flight, they swapped. Mm. The mom came and sat with, with this one and the dad went to sit with the. As soon as the mom sat down, this kid was locked in. Mm. <laughs> Either he was drawing no, we know or he was locked is. in the screen. I was yeah. like, mm. Yeah, what? we, we, know, <laughs> I was we like, know what parents do and yeah, what. Exactly. Background. I was like, damn, I wish I had heard a whole fucking flight. This was for Boston to LA? This was from Boston to LA. Five yes. hours? Five, five and a half hours, correct. You didn't sleep? Barely. Yeah, kids, they don't bug me when I'm on flights. I'm usually Barely. out. And I, like, and while, I, I don't want to blame it. I don't know. You know what? I don't want to blame it on the kid. It wasn't like, the, yeah. the reason why I didn't get sleep was because of the kid. It was just, yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, I couldn't get no sleep done. So. Yeah, we were nonstop on that trip. Man. Yeah, we were non freaking stop. You uh, you hit Atlanta and Houston. Yeah, yeah. So after um, Boston, I went straight to Atlanta, and um, shout out to my guy Jason Moon. Um, he took me around some of these old places he used to book for. He's just chilling now, but it was great to reconnect with him. And I reconnected with Weapons out at Tongue and Groove and Danny M. Um, shout out to those guys. Sun and Groove still popping 25 years later. Still doing very well in that city. Um, then I went to District. That was cool. It was on some EDM shit. It was cool. Good night. That's in Atlanta as well? That's in Atlanta as well, yeah. Um, and then I went to Houston. <clears throat> shout out to DJ Fawn, Paul. Yeah, um, yeah Paul, I uh, went to see him spin his whole set at heart. It was a Saturday night. And he bodied it. Great crowd. He played everything. Um he said, and typically he plays more up tempo, but because um, one of the Texans was there, and um, and it was like their birthday or some shit, they just wanted to keep him more hip hop to keep the bottles coming out. But the crowd was dancing to everything he played. Um, yeah, then shit, I didn't even know Lizzo. I saw a big girl behind me. I was just like, okay, cool, big girl behind me. <laughs> it was Lizzo, <laughs> and she was all over the place. I was like, all right, get How it. How you not shit. notice Lizzo? No, because I ain't trying to. I just see a big girl behind me. I'm not like, yo, does that look like? It was, was she trying just, to like hit on you or anything? No, she was just in the table hanging out with one of the Texans, I think. Um, but I, apparently, mm. she's there often. Mm. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was that was my little trip before I headed home. So yeah, did, did and, you do uh, Fawn's podcast by any chance? No. No, there was no time for that. Yeah, I landed like, and it know. was like, oh, and I, I met up with Icon, hung out with him and his family. Um, shout out to him. Uh, real good dude as well. Nice. Um, yeah, and I hit up Playboy. No response. Wow. Yeah. Uh, no, he told me he was sick. He was just Our trying to avoid it. Antics. I see it in my phone. He's still under antics. Antics? Like, I ain't fucking with that fool. Mike, where'd you head to after Boston? Um... So after you guys departed, uh, or when we departed from each other in Boston, mm-hmm. you know, me and Rel were roomies mm-hmm. playing Lincoln Park. 
to the blast. Man, that was amazing. I got, you know, that, yo, that, I got some flowers to that hotel. hotel. You got to yeah. talk about the hotel. hotel. Yeah. Yo, shout out to the Verb in Boston. Yeah. Yo. Right by uh, Fenway Park. Yeah, this is what uh, mm-hmm. Hard Rock Hotel was supposed to be, but it just didn't execute at the level that these guys did. Um, you could You could pick out vinyl from the lobby or mm-hmm. it's in your room and you could every room's got a record player. Yep. Your uh, room key was a backstage pass. Um yep. and they had some nice amenities out front. But big ups to them. And the biggest one would be the mural that said if you're gonna complain about the music being too loud, you're at the wrong place. If, no, it said if it the music good. is yeah, it said if the music is too loud, you're too old. Oh, there yeah. it is. That's what it was. Right, yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, interpretation. Yeah, the only complaint I had about that was it didn't have an elevator. And I mean, the oh, hotel true. was only true, two true, floors. True, 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 yeah. true. It was only two floors, but right. I said, man, this this, this, uh, this hotel needs an elevator. Right. And I thought about just like, you know, what if someone elder was walking and what happens? We or, walking back in the hotel yeah. and this woman is struggling to get her stroller yeah. down the stairs. Can, can um, the handicapped people sue them for that? They... Uh, I mean, not necessarily because they, they could just put them be, on the... They were, there's, there's no steps to get inside the hotel. They had a they had a ramp to do that. So maybe they, they would just, just put, the they would put the somebody on the bottom floor. Yeah. yeah. So we should maybe keep a room up. open for that. <laughs> huh? We should just start limping. Oh, okay. I can't get off these stairs. <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, good times uh, at Verb. Yeah. Uh, and Fenway as our backyard. Yep. Um, after that, uh, I actually stuck around, uh, got to sleep in, and met up with Jay Medina. Uh, DJ Chaos and yep. uh, Kevin McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. We jumped on a on a train to uh, to Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah. how was it? Uh, home of one Vincent Vibe, uh, aka Vinny Vibe. Wait, wait, Dumb and Dumber. That's that's where Lloyd's from, right? Isn't that? Is that aren't where he's from? from? Aren't they from Providence? I don't know. Is it Rhode Island? Because what did they take the trip to? I only know that Providence from um, Family Guy. Right? They're I, from there. I think so. We're, oh, whatever, so we can Go ahead, I'm gonna look this up yeah. while you talk, huh? Yeah, thanks, Andre. You could you could be googling any of this information. We're <laughs> could spin, be screaming, we're screaming man. out. You could be our save on, but you're over here not saving at all. You save off. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, JPB joke. Um, so Providence, Rhode Island. Um, yo, this I had a really interesting experience actually with uh, chaos. Um, but we were there for for the night or for the day and went, had a couple, had lunch, fired hot wings in, in the city. Nice. And it was cold as shit. Um, but uh, good times. And then Jay Medina was playing at, and I'm sorry, Vinny, for not remembering the name of the spot, um, something social, maybe. Um, and we... Uh, Jay Medina held it down. And it mm-hmm. was such a dope, like, it reminded me of Santa Barbara in the energy. Mm-hmm. Um, college town? But yes. Yeah. yeah so it's Providence College. Providence College, yep. And it was literally all, like, white kids yeah. and, like, the of three course. black dudes that play on the team. Yep. And Sounds accurate as fuck. Stand out. <laughs> and then, but, but it was a couple, mix, you know, some mixed crowd there. And you could literally, he dropped anything and everything yeah. and it worked. Like, Shania Twain... To mm. Roddy Rich, to Britney, to some Singh, to like whatever's current, like everything. It's shout out to Jay Medina, a heavy listener of the pod. Yeah, shout out yeah. to Jay, man. He did his thing, uh, killed it, mm-hmm. um, had a great time. And then um, what happened that night? 
me and Chaos hung out. I think that was that was kind of like yeah, that was it for Providence. And then we were doing a little day shopping um, as well, and some dude actually recognized me mm-hmm. from the sneaker stuff. Oh shit! And it was random because we were just walking back to the hotel, and this dude's just got like a little sneaker shop right off the main the main uh, main street area, and um, and then there was this other guy who actually listens to the podcast. Wow. That worked Look at a skate shop. You was a, a celebrity out there, on, huh? Man. Yeah. I was like, yo, you guys, you know, like, I know you guys. Are like, oh, like, I never thought, you know, I was like, Yeah, why the fuck stuff. would you be in Rhode Island? We would be in Rhode <laughs> Island, right? So um, that was dope. Um, it was Civil Skate Shop. Or, yeah, and Civil. We are Civil, I think, is their thing. Mm. But um, shout out to them, man. That was, that yeah. was a crazy random experience. From Providence, uh, went back to Foxwoods. Yeah. Connecticut. Um, DJ Chaos uh, played at Shrine. Mm-hmm. Um, again, big night mm-hmm. entertainment. Mm-hmm. Lots of great hospitality. That was uh, Thursday night? That was a Friday, Friday, Friday night. night. Thursday we were in Providence. <clears throat> Friday back at Foxwoods. Uh, Chaos has this weird thing where mm-hmm. when people play in HID mode, um, his computer has a problem connecting for whatever reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if anybody's ever experienced that. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that. But something maybe to look out for, just something to note because yeah. we spent twenty minutes trying to fix the CDJ, swapping okay. out a CDJ. You know what year his laptop is? I uh, don't. It's not. Is it one of the ones with a touch bar? No, it wasn't. Mm. Mm. Could and, be an issue. Yeah, because I was I was on his laptop logging into Serato trying to figure things out while he did his thing. And this is always maybe a little tidbit: always be ready on sticks, you yeah. know, just to be able to play for a little bit mm-hmm. in case you figure things out. I would be logging in. Nothing was on the computer that would fix it. And then ultimately, it was just an RCA swap. Like, uh, the cables weren't good or something. So, whatever. From the CDJ to the mixer? Yes. Got you. And then gambled some cards. Made a little money that hey, night. Nice. Hey, good. Hey, you hey. know, I Redeemed lost yourself. money the night we were there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Redeemed yourself. We balanced some things. <laughs> Redeemed myself. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, we took a train to New York. Um, yeah. uh, Chaos played at a, a spot called, like, High Bar or something like that. Out in the city, it was dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, very hip hop heavy night. Nice. Bottle service. Um, DJ like booth was way too small for him and I <laughs> to hang out, so <laughs> there was no chance that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I hung around for a little bit, and then I, I hit the streets. Uh, shout out to Sammy Needles; he was in town. Yeah. Uh, and I checked in with him, see what he was up to. <clears throat> He's like, "I'm going to Marquee." I was like, "All right, I'm going to go to Marquee." Forgot I had um, actually a contact at Marquee. And I hit him up. It was the general manager. And he's like, pull up. He goes, uh, it's Deep House, though. I'm like, okay. Music is music. Exactly. I love music, mm-hmm. you know? And I think he he just met me through a good friend of mine. Shout out to Upscale Vandal, um, who's very used to the the hip-hop nights. And um, I was like, no, nah, man, I DJ. I don't care. Like, I'm just down to go listen. And, um, man, it was a fun experience. Um, what? I, I, I'm not ready to be done with Boston and Big Night yet because I want to get your guys' thoughts on the interviews we did. We interviewed Vinny Vibe, Jason Weiss, Costa, and JD, and Randy. Um, And and I'll go first just in case you guys don't have any off the uh, top. But um, just anything that stuck out in those interviews, anything that that you... Oh, you weren't done? (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Back to the Mickey D's. I was trying to look up. Do you know the guy? Because because you paused, back, I thought. Back to the Mickey no, D's. When we talk, say setting it up, shit. man. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Go Wait, ahead. do you know who the, you know who the house DJ is with the mask? 
That's okay. That's you know, I can get so many examples that <laughs> DJ Snake's label. <clears throat> ski mask? Yeah. Um Walker Walker. It's with the M. Yeah. Like Ma Mon no Monto. Milan? No Monto. Um Oh wait. Let's see. Hold on. I'm I trying can to... see it, I can't say it. You, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Said the tip of his tongue. What about him? Um he was the one that was DJing. Okay. And Mala. 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 Okay. Okay. So not to be confused with Mana. No, no, no. I, I typed Mana and it was a, They weren't wearing masks? No. Oh, that's fair. It's this guy. He looks like the like rumor, but white. Oh, okay. Okay. So that guy. So anyway, he was playing. And um <clears throat> was he wearing the mask? Yes. It's probably very hot. But uh second time at Marquee. First time I was there, I saw Eric Deluxe DJ. This time I saw Mala. Mm-hmm. And um, it was an interesting night. Yeah. Fun, but interesting. And the crowd was like... Elaborate. In a different world. <laughs> you ready to drop a deep pass set? No. Were the lights very Absolutely. dim? Were there any... Was it dark in there? No, no, no. Lasers? Yeah, so you didn't get that. Because he would get a little like brighter, if you will, on his like style of set. Yeah. And I think he like held it down. And it, I think it was because they had this other guy... Again, don't remember his name, but like some other DJ that they canceled at Lavo came over and he's mm-hmm. another big uh time DJ. Mm-hmm. Um He brought his sticks. He brought sticks. Oh, but um <laughs> <laughs> they they uh they had a very interesting night. And I say all that because Sunday night I wasn't supposed to go out and I will say this. Do you guys remember Brown Sugar was in New York, right? It took place in New York. Brown yeah. Sugar. Yeah. I thought it was Chicago. No, no. Brown Sugar was in New York. Oh, right. Okay. okay. So I remember watching Brown Sugar. And now to me, for many other reasons, like that just like it had that like New York, like rooftop, golden era, rooftop, yeah. lights, like that yeah, vibe. Yeah. And I don't think I, all the times that I've been in New York, and again, I'm not going to certain, maybe not all the areas, but I hadn't been to a spot that made me feel that vibe. Yeah. Finally, I went to a spot and I walked in. and First I, song. Huh? First song you heard walking in. Um, Thinking of a master some, plan. Probably some no. reggae track or no, some no, Afrobeat shit. It was, yeah. yeah. It was uh, Yeah uh, by Burner Boy. Burner yeah. Boy. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And like, and, yeah. and it was going off. Yeah. I can imagine. So it wasn't packed. It was like this, like, it was Sunday. Keep in mind, I'm like, I'm not going out. Took a nap. All I did was like work all mm-hmm. day and then listen to the Joe Budden podcast while walking New York and yeah. grabbed ramen. And I was like, oh, Nostalgia, yeah, totally huh? vibe, right? <laughs> And um, what a time. And when it went back to the room, I'm like, I got a 5 a.m. flight. I'm not going out. Like, forget this. I'm just going to take a nap, <laughs> do my thing, whatever. My man JR from, uh, from Adidas hits me up. He's like, yo, uh, I just landed. Pull up. I'm like, pull up where? He's like, this place called Last Lap. I'm like, okay, like, fine. Like, mm-hmm. JR's a good friend. Want to go say hi. Haven't seen him in a while. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll do it. So I go out. I go to the spot. And man, I walked in there and it's like the super low key, just one neon sign, a security guard and a curtain. And you walk in and, it, and you hear Burner Boy playing and the most beautiful, naturally skinned women, Ooh. like with accents. Like, and I'm just like, yo, where yeah. am I? Like, into the paradise, my nigga. Paradise. I walk into, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Girls are wearing like Sakai sneakers mm-hmm. and like, I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like, 
What? I've only heard about y'all. Yeah. I've heard you about fucking this with real. Sneaker heads? Yeah. <laughs> you keep fucking with them sneakerheads. So, <laughs> yo, so I sit oh down and there's like fire looking fried chicken. I didn't have cement any food, sixes? but it looked fire, huh? They were wearing cement sixes? <laughs> cement sixes? No, they were wearing Sakai waffles. Mm. Um, it's not a food. That's a shoe. We had waffles earlier. <laughs> so it was just like a cool vibe. Next song was like Craig David premiere remix. Like, mm-hmm. like yo, no, no, the only one that. you play. That's the only one you play. Full, full, full vibes, man. And so we had, you know, um, shout out to the homie Greg Yuna, big jeweler out there. You, you might have seen my uncut gems. Mm. Um, but uh, he he like bought the whole bar like a, a shot. It was like a very movie like uncut scene. gems check. Yeah, right, uncut gems check. <laughs> and after that, we took off to Lavo, New York. Yeah, and I got to hear uh, two of New York's top <laughs> uh, DJs. Yeah, in in the scene. how were they in your opinion? Expound. Yeah, <laughs> so elaborate. I told this long story to get to this one part. I was having a great time. Selection to me is is more important than some skill sets. Yeah, but I will say this: mix points were optional for this set. <laughs> yeah. And I, it was like you couldn't even make it make sense in your head why they would do that. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> and like, and these are dudes. Who you are mean like, dropping a one on the on bar six and a half didn't ooh. work for you? Yeah, no, it make you cringe six a little and bit. Three quarters. <laughs> no, <Yep>. <laughs> on the snare, dropping the one on the snare didn't work. Look, I've oh, taken okay. all the math classes. None of that shit. <laughs> 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 shit I mean, you're good with numbers. I'm good with numbers. numbers yeah. None of that added up to right, me. Right. And um, and I don't know. Like these are got these are the the dudes. You know. Um, in and out of town, and yeah. it was just kind of confusing. But yeah, so I was gonna make that clear, especially for uh, DJ Crooked. You heard that <laughs> he went to New York. Look, Crooked has got no problem with this because it's the most the New York <laughs> guy said, on this part is the one taking. Listen, shots. I'll tell yeah. you, there's some garbage ass DJs. This is in New DJ Rel speaking. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, <laughs> I'll tell you that, but there's garbage DJs in LA. There's no. garbage yeah. DJs in Miami, but yeah, you know that true. is what it is. Yeah, look, and again, I like. No shots. I mean, look, the, the night overall went just fine, I'm sure. Um, bottles were spent. Uh, vibes were set. And um, I just think, you know, I was kind of like sitting there. And it was funny. Uh, JR asked me this thing. Like, you ever um, you ever like listen to DJ and then like use use what you heard? And then I said, well, um, I'm pretty confident in my ability to be original with a lot of stuff. In this room, I probably would not take anything with me. (laughs) Except what not to do. (laughs) Man, we need gunshots, man. (laughs) Shit. But with that being said, there I did say, like, yeah, every but every now and then there is something that someone will do something. Or I specifically told them there's things that people will say. Like on the mic, because that's something mm. I always try to like find a way to improve on. Yeah. Like there's something that somebody might say and I might try to like find inspiration in how to make that my own sentence. How was that though? How was the mic how was their mic presence though? You know what? There wasn't heavy mic work that I remember, which okay. was surprising. Yeah. Um, but also the lights were really dim up until a certain point. Okay. I got there at one, um, and yes, my flight was at five thirty. Um, and I left at three forty five. Um, so I didn't hear too much. I got to say and show mad love, uh, not only to JR, but uh, Jump Shot J. Um, he's a promoter, I think, out in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure much more. But he was uh, 
he was the one basically providing all the hospitality. Yeah. He drove us to the venue. Um, he was like, what are you drinking? Next thing you know, there's three bottles coming out of the alcohol of choice. And I was just like, my guy, appreciate you. So I got to show him mad love mm-hmm. um, as well as JR. And then that's why I missed my flight. Um, <laughs> I was all packed up, took that little, what I Siesta. thought would have been a 10-minute nap. Mm. And I was like, oh, I got time. Dangerous grounds. Dangerous grounds. And I woke up at 5. And I'm like, my flight's boarding. But it was a blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. there was a flight to Burbank. Oh, mm, one way. Instead of LAX, one way. That's amazing, man. And didn't, don't char- understand and how didn't charge me a fee. Look at that. Shout out to JetBlue. Okay. Yep. I got, I got points with JetBlue. Best so. airline. Yeah, I was trying to get on that Mint to LAX. Oh, yeah. Sold out. Yeah, but I heard that's the move to New York. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna go East Coast Coast. That's why JetBlue always said in New York. Now I'm done with my yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's done. done now. What yeah. was you gonna say about the? Um, we, we don't, don't want to do this. We won't be on this too long. But uh, what did you guys take away from those interviews? Um, I thought all of them, all the interviews were very, very interesting, and you got to hear a different side of what goes on within the company or just. What goes on in Philly, which obviously Jason Weiss isn't a part of Big Night, but it was cool to hear what goes on in Atlantic City. Um, Jason's agency is Double Down. Double Down. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So he's got his agency and his guys, uh, I, I think they taken over um, Philly and probably half of Atlantic City. City Don't quote yeah. me on that. But what Randy said about um, branding stuck out to me because he said if you're spinning at any other... If you're spinning at other venues that who has a brand that doesn't line up with theirs, then they're not interested in working with you because they only want the the you know the best brands and not only the best DJs but the best brands to line up with what they're doing and it makes total sense and I think we've tried to um, convey that message on this pod. You know, don't just take any booking. If you if you you can't be upset if Tao or Big Night or or whoever says no to you. Because they might have looked at your shit and say, well, this guy's just taking anything and everything. And we don't want guys that are just taking everything and anything. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So that's one thing that stuck out on me. Stuck uh, stuck out to me. You guys don't have to um, add to that. But was there anything that, that uh, stuck out within the, uh, the interviews? I think overall, uh, obviously, they're... they're Focused on hospitality was huge. Yes, thought, so big. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was extremely dope. I thought yeah. that was definitely something that the DJs need to be aware of and know that spots out there like like that exist. Yeah, um, and they should realize what their value is and how they should be treated when they walk into sure. a new venue. Um, specifically with with um, Randy, I thought it was great that he he said something when I was asking him about the effect that sports teams take on Mm -hmm. his venues and whatnot. Um, He made a really good point as to point out like city, major cities like New York and LA. Yeah. We have celebs. We have celebs outside of the athletes. You know, we have actresses and actresses. We have writers, we have musicians, same thing with New York. And, you know, we can, we can spots out here and venues out there can rely on those, on those people. Boston doesn't have that. All they yeah. have is their athletes. Their athletes are their celebs. Their, their athletes are their celebs. So I thought that was great to really see the the position that they're in, yeah. um, Big Night in general, the position that they're in and how they approach and comparing themselves with the Tau groups and, you know, yeah. those guys like that. Um, I thought JD's um, 
perspective on obviously the um weddings the wedding stuff yeah and and how that how that helps him and transitions into you know when he does these major clubs i thought that was dope a great perspective about that yeah i think it's clown shit when you saying oh you just you're a wedding dj huh like like i'm a dj motherfucker i can rock a club too like exactly i think it's why djs or like a lot of you don't understand these private these djs that do weddings and private bookings are getting like sometimes 10 times as much as what you're getting. <laughs> I am I am here to you know test to that. You can have that fame and clout and all yeah. that bullshit. But, but I, I, my that's man, what I'm saying. You know, if some guys it, are booked a year out. If, yeah, and if you're doing it, if you're doing it for a living and you're trying to get your bag and make a living off of it, that's the that's a route that a lot of guys, uh, excuse me, a lot of DJs, women or men, go in that route to make sure that they secure the bag. And yeah. they do these clubs and these nightclubs because it looks good on the resume. Sure. Um, so I think it was great to have someone like JD put some shed some light on you know that that uh that avenue of djing because like you said it does get a bad rep being a private yeah. or a wedding dj um a corporate dj uh so him doing that and then yeah just i thought i thought yeah like you said all the um the interviews itself were great yeah but those were the topics that really uh touched me in a way and, and, and be, before before you jump in mike i will say this if you're looking at the long game of this if like you want to dj for a long time there is you will have a longer lifespan as a private event DJ because they just want someone that's going to show up and do a great job and that obviously has a good reputation. Yeah. But in the club business, it's always like, there are a lot of guys that were killing it when we were all coming up 10 years ago that you don't even hear. Like, it's like, yo, what are they doing for a living? I'm genuinely concerned on how they're paying bills because before they were making thousands and now they ain't, I don't know what they're doing. I'm not saying yeah. they ain't doing shit. But but if you're a private event DJ, you can do this until you die, and you'll and you know you'll be fine because it's all based on solid work and rep. Yeah, uh, I would just recommend any any one of our listeners to go back and really like dissect it because please, there's yeah. so many different um, angles and perspectives. It's great to see, um, and and you guys, you know, will have heard on on Randy's episode. I mean, he's throwing gem after gem. Um, of course, different uh, angles um, apply to different people in different cities and different what your goal is for your brand, right? And so, and then even taking that into, you know, some of the things that Costa was saying about just like what he, how his approach and the creative side and how he had to sit on a couple of things before he actually went um, out public with with what he really wanted to do and deliver. I think yeah. that speaks to like just patience and timing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, again, just the network and building and um, even so how, you know, Vinny and, and what he's be able to build with his brand mm-hmm. and within the lane, um, even without knowing his true job description, he's yeah. been able to really find <laughs> a way to, you know, instill himself not only as a DJ, but as a employee of this big company that is extremely successful yeah. and something that we were all able to enjoy i gotta i'm sure there's a lot of flowers we got to give to the people behind the scenes yeah that made it feel flawless because for us it was literally it felt like and, and it kind of was we just got to show up be ourselves and you know along with you know shout out to hits only of course for all the, the, the help with yeah building yes, content keep an eye out for the con the the recap Hopefully um, it'll be out before this podcast. Yeah, so yeah, go check that out. Yeah, and um, you know, and that just speaks to everything else that that we got going. You know, I think we've been speaking about it, and um, 
if you haven't heard by now, you know, our Sirius XM show is is moving along and transition. Since since she's why we need gunshots, my nigga. Since then. This isn't the JD team. You have to turn, have to turn, turn my transition to a party break, Joe. Danger zone! What's the funny thing about this is that they took that shit from DJs. And we yeah. are DJs, so it's not like we can't use it because we like, we, 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 uh, from the big we state DJs. Them. That's what you they know took what it from. Like, we, yeah. cats use that shit in the club now. So, look, look anyways. Man. Look, globalization, our new home. Yes, sir. Shout yes. out to us. Give us our flowers. Sirius XM. Sirius XM employees, technically. Um, so every Tuesday night, 8, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 11 p.m. Eastern. 11 p.m. Eastern. Mickey D's radio. Yes. Yeah, so the way it's going to work um, is we haven't really had the chance to really break it down outside of yelling over some mixes. Um, <laughs> we will always have a guest DJ. And um, it's someone that, just who we ever, kind of whoever we want. That I mean, chances are it's going to be someone established. And we're also going to pick guys that are up and coming who we think are dope and need to be heard. So, you know, we're doing it. We really don't have to do it because Phenom said this is your show. Yeah. And he really, I think he had in mind just us doing our Actually, thing. Actually, the emphasis is for us to do the show. Right. With that being said, we would never put a guest mixer that we didn't feel needed the right. light being it's not, shined it's on not them. It's not an open The saying a favorite thing. <laughs> the saying a favorite thing. It's we not a swapping swap sets thing. for gigs. Yeah. We're, we're Thank you for making that clear, Mickey. Yeah. Very clear. We ain't doing that. We, All we, right. we have a platform and we're thankful to have that platform and we want to share it. With a lot of these, a lot of these DJs, these talented DJs and, out and, there. Yeah, and you know what? That's something that the Mickey D's brand has always done, right? Since day one, it was about putting That's DJs on. Yeah, and then the podcast. We've had guests. We've shared whatever knowledge we have. We do it for the culture. We do it for the culture. But now we have the opportunity out. for you guys to, for some of these guys to flex in some mixes. Keep an eye out though. Mickey D's brand will be putting their faces forward more. Yeah, as who well, we you, you are. Thought this was it. We like we, just we, ain't done. we for a long time. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is a game, and this was <laughs> the goal with the podcast, right? Like we yeah. wanted to make sure that people loved us as yeah. as individuals and our different perspectives because we don't always see things eye to eye. Yeah, you know. You talk and, about I love you guys. I mean, we know, but I mean, we're Mickey D's and Rel. See, like Rel and Rel. I don't know what he's talking about, Rel. When I think Mickey D's, I think Joe, Rel, and and I'm about to get my own segue, baby. You better let these motherfuckers. Aren't you guys gonna start a show (laughs) called the dude? We're gonna start that one show without Joe. Joe? Yeah, Yeah. we're gonna. This is the podcast. That's the name of the show. Without Joe. The show without Joe. Joe. This is where where we going. Good luck with that. Can we call it the with and without Joe and we're drinking coffee and there's just no Joe? Woo! You trying to confuse your listeners? No, I said man. your listeners. Well, your <laughs> listeners. Look, man, I'm building my cult following now. So, you know, <laughs> listeners, chime in on Twitter. Let them know who, you, yeah. who you're rolling he don't drink with. All you Danger Zone so. followers. Go to yeah. Danger All you Danger Zone followers. Let them know. Sober ass motherfuckers. All you D's followers. D's followers. These. All right. <laughs> Anyways, make sure you check us out. Serious yeah. Satellite. Six, um, uh, what's, what else is going to be dope about it is we're going to, uh, some of our shows, we'll, we will be recording live at Sirius XM in, yep. I don't know, just out, call it Hollywood. It's just outside of Hollywood. But you but, guys didn't tell them that we'll, we'll also be interviewing yeah. a lot of artists. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, we got our first interview in the yeah, books. That's right. Yeah. This is why it's so dope to talk about this. Yep. And can we say? I mean, I don't think it matters. Uh, we yeah, I think we yeah, go for yeah, it. We yeah, already so posted pictures. We, we interviewed Sean Paul, the great, the legend, yes, sir. Sean Paul. The and I thought it was a really good interview considering it was our first one. Not even considering. Fuck that. That shit was dope. It was dope. And it yeah. won't be aired until late April. So be on the lookout for that. And Phenom's already hitting us up with, with um, future guests. And what's also dope about us being in LA is Phenom will just tell us 48 hours out like, yo, Sean Paul wants to do an interview. Are you down? We're we all did. there. Boom. We're there. So yeah. make sure to so, keep yeah. up with us um, on the serious show. Yeah, and now we have our Mickey D's, uh, Mickey D's show Instagram popping now. Yes, yep, it's all so gathered all together. All popping, Rel's handling that. With Rel. So if you want to follow back, make sure you follow Rel and Mickey D's show. Hey man, yeah. listen, yeah, that's my thing. I'm trying to not when I be writing the captions, I be like, I can't speak as I'm Rel. Yeah, I can't oh. say the shit that I was saying. I got to speak as like, you know, I was yeah. like Joe. <laughs> Copy your copy your caption and send it to me because yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the most generic shit I could post. Yeah, and, and it just sounds like the safest thing exactly. to post. It's cool with the white people, man caption. People, <laughs> hopefully, people stop tagging me as Mickey War Show because oh, that'll yeah. hopefully that'll clarify some things. So that's been happening for years, well, and I think it's because we didn't push the Mickey D Show IG. Yeah. Um, now we have a home for everything. So yep. make sure to follow at Mickey D Show, and that's and right. those mixes will be. Posted the following day on Mixcloud. So yeah. whatever mix you hear, will be posted the following day. And our first guest is Miles Medina. Which you can... His show will be airing tomorrow, Tuesday. No. Uh, tomorrow. It aired yeah, last week. This, wait, oh, this yeah. Aired. So his show already aired. Yes. <laughs> and this week's guest is Beat Breaker. Yes. Yep. So... All that info is out. You can get Miles Medina's show. It's a already, good New uh, York DJ. Yeah, uh, Miles Medina's from San Fran. I know <laughs> well, he's talking about Beat Breaker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Mixcloud, you can catch all that shit. And Rel's got the mix after Beat Breaker. I mean, after no, I Miles, Medina. Miles Medina. Yeah. And Mickey, so if he submitted it on time, he will be after Beat Breaker. <laughs> Under the bus, baby. Under We're the working bus. Working on it tonight. <laughs> Are you working on it tonight? Fuck y'all. <laughs> so, oh, you're going to give me a day to put it together. That'd be sure, right? A whole day. Danger zone. One day. Anyway, you ain't got shit on. else to do. Moving on. Yeah, I ain't got shit else to do. You know what? With that being said, can we lighten this up? Fuck. Happy birthday, DJ Rel. Hey, oh, DJ Rel. Listen, but by the time this is aired, my birthday has been a week way, way yeah, past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I appreciate but it. In two but hours in and fifteen minutes. Two hours and fifteen. What are we doing? Are we staying up. All right, man. Listen, we here. Let's go. We are gonna get some shots. Your yeah. house. Well, we, we, we hung out at Formosa. A fine establishment? That was a, yeah, that was a fun out. little gathering. Wifey has, uh, wifey has a new, um, anyone in LA, uh, Wifey yeah. has a new residency, Formosa that was a vibe. Cafe. She killed it. That was she great. Was dope, right? Yeah. It's, um, yep. it's a great set. It's, uh, Let me get that playlist. It's everything, it's everything yep. but hip hop. They want everything but top 40 hip hop shit. Yep. I mean, you could play top 40, but there's got to be some cool remix. But mm-hmm. it was dope. It's a vibe in there, real loungy. They serve, serve food until midnight. Fellas showed up. Yep. Um, it was dope. We were, we were cool in there. Pot stickers are fire. Yeah, mm, chicken absolutely. wings are too hot for my food. Taste the food buds. is amazing. So shout out to those guys. Shout Super out to J Rose. Um, what do we? Yeah, what is the birthday man? We was chilling. I did the birthday mix. Yeah. Um, I spun at Derriere on Friday. That yeah. was dope. Mm, okay, we had a good time there. Um, and then we chilling. We're going to Disneyland tomorrow, baby. Okay, there you know, is. I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself at the risk to crash the coronavirus. Okay. <laughs> You're going into the heat. You look like thing. a healthy guy. You think right? you'd be all right? I'm like, yeah. They'd be like, yeah. my sister's like, you've lived you, a good life. My sister's like, yeah, you've done uh, a lot. Don't worry, my bro. My sister's like, uh, you got to uh, make sure that you, you know, be careful. You know, my, my friend of mine's um, canceled her trip to go to Disneyland. Which I said to me, go, I'm not 70 years old. 
my immune system is not weak as fuck. I yeah. think I'll be all right. Be like, all right. You're out in the open. I'm a, I'm a healthy dude. Like, yeah. I'll be all right. So, That's fair. Um, yeah, we're going to act like big-ass kids. We're going to get drunk and, you know, have a good time. Well, yeah. Um, and and uh, Beyond the Music Retreat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not skip that. Actually, I mean, we don't really have much to provide for that, but we can say it's in Phoenix. Yeah, just say that. Say the, let's just say the date. Um, it's um, it's happening in April, right? No, June 9th and 10th. It will be held in Phoenix, and I'm trying to see if that's there's right. like, that's, that's I know a, they have Nate. I don't know if they've announced it that's exactly. That's a week before where. the wedding. But yeah, so be on the lookout for that. There'll be more info. Um, last year was an incredible success, especially because it was our first one, and I think they knocked it out of the park. It was I an incredible there. experience. Yeah, they reached a black man quota, so I didn't right. make the cut. No, yeah, but I'm yeah. coming this time. But I heard they expanded it. Yeah, yeah. They got no choice. Salary, bro. Listen. Huh? <laughs> Trying to keep our salary real. Yeah, now NAACP good. got involved. We're good. Hey, man, nah, yeah. I'm yeah, speaking the truth good. here. Listen here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, going to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> we all going to Arizona. Fuck. Yeah. No joints for nobody. <laughs> Shout out Scottsdale. Uh, um, yeah, so be on the lookout for that. And that's going to be a great event. Yeah, we can't wait. Good stuff. We're yeah. excited. There's rumors that we might be speaking. Is there? Rumors. That's going to be interesting Right Because I feel like For the most part Everyone that goes All the DJs that go to That retreat Are cats that We kind of look up to In mm-hmm. a sense You know what I mean Coming up Let me give you a bar There's DJs looking up to us Ooh Talk to them Talk You know to what man I, I'd say the guys that were on the panel Were guys that we looked up to But I felt like the guys in the crowd Were right there with us Or they were just The next the next wave. Shit, there was a 16-year-old there with his dad mm. last time. Um, right. Kid from, I forgot what was his name. Kid from Scottsdale, I think. Right. Um, the next Chris Villa. <laughs> wasn't, he, wasn't he like, wasn't he like growing oh, up? Oh, um, But yeah, um, no, nah, that was... Joe Bungalow. Joe Bungalow. <laughs> Instead of Villa. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> no, that, yeah, that, there was definitely a lot to be said about that event, but I don't want to get into it. Until just, we have more details. Yeah, it's, it's just know it's a great event. You're fucking up if you're not showing up. Yeah, make sure and, you. Uh, no, I, I was inspired after that last one. That's what I was trying to say without saying too yeah, much. Yeah. I was really, yeah. really inspired, and I felt like most of that stuff I had known. Yeah, but I think the energy of these DJs with really good mm-hmm. questions and, like, man, if you were there, I don't know. There's like 300 people there maybe last mm-hmm. time. If you were there, that to me, like you're already a winner in my book because not that we're trying to hand out consolation prizes, but you're already a winner because you're trying to figure shit out. We're all trying to feel like yeah. all of us are still trying to figure it out as we go. Yep. Not one person is better than the other or has it figured out. Like we're also trying to figure out. And that's exactly what that retreat was for, was for everybody that's trying to level up and see what the next thing or is, or how do I approach this if this person's involved or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Gro- growth, network, yep. everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? What else? Uh, Mickey's got a fight coming up. Oh, we got to promote. Snap. We got a Don King. Yo, give him his flowers. Ding, 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 ding. Let's go. Mickey got that, a. But we got Mickey. Mickey, Mickey got a fight. Uh, excuse me, a fight coming up. Celebrity uh, boxing match. Celebrity. <laughs> hey, yo, Mickey. He just celebrity said it. He just said it. Listen, he just said it. You know, cast that look up to us. Mickey is a celebrity. Yeah, celebrity match. Well, if they're asking um, for him in Providence, you know what I'm saying? They know about you in Rhode Island. And by the way, Dumb and Dumber did take place in Providence, Rhode Island. There it goes. Okay, but yeah. Um, Talk to us about the Mickey, fight. When Mickey, is it? Big break us down. Who, who's the contender? What What you been doing? 
Are you nervous? Break it down for us, man. Uh, so okay. Who's the dead man? March twenty second. Okay. Industry boxing, San That's Diego. Right. Dead man. We there inside of Park Nightclub. With we pulling up. Dead man. Um, and uh, my competitor is another DJ. He goes by Bar One. B A R. Guess what? John Doe. Guess what? Is that his name? John Doe. You done with him? He's going to be Bar None. Bar None. Bar None. <laughs> Um, his I think his uh, nickname is the Oxcord um, something. That don't even sound Oxcord King okay. or Oxcord. Does that mean he's got the fire? So he's a DJ and his name is Oxcord he's a DJ? King. Yeah, he's a he DJ. That's what he just said, nigga. I'm not paying attention. I'm trying to think of what else I can throw in on this. Right. Uh, so anyway, he is two and oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, two knockouts. Oh, Oxcord Lord. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, but you're Mickey Warlord. <laughs> Come on, man. Give me your flowers. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it was just one of those things I've been training for about a year casually. My whole life for this. And it just was one moment. of those things where it's like um, bucket list. I'm 35, you know. Has Rocky year 17. been on repeat? Has <laughs> Rocky been on repeat? Huh? Rocky been on repeat. No, nah, I should watch all those movies. Watch though. all the Rockies. Watch all the Creeds. Yeah, Rocky three was my mm-hmm. shit when he got watch, his ass uh, kicked. The fighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah, see, look. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of getting my ass kicked or getting anybody's ass kicked, yeah. I went and sparred. Like I've been sparring, yeah. but not like heavy, crazy. Yeah, like you know, getting used to movement, swinging, whatever, footwork, everything. I'm feeling really good, by the way. Yeah. Like we have a game plan. Yeah. Um, this is gonna air right. It's still a week before, week before so I the can't fight. speak too much mm-hmm. yeah. about what I've been doing. Matter of fact, I haven't been posting at all yeah. uh, publicly. Unless yeah. you're close friends. You're close friends. So yeah. now if people know who's not on my close friends. Yeah. But- well, well, <laughs> well, well, step your game well, up and maybe you can look, get there. man, reality's a motherfucker. <laughs> Shit. It's going to hit you. You may we, not like it, but you just got to keep rolling with to, the punches. We're trying, we trying to keep it real with our listeners Damn. and our viewers. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, so I haven't posted much publicly about my, my workouts um, or game plan or anything like that, what I've been working on. But I'm excited. I just want to get this off the bucket list in life. Um, if it goes well, we'll see how everything else goes from there. Um, and, but speaking of getting my ass kicked, I did go spar with my, my coach, uh, shout out to, to Marcos, who I've known since high school and yep. now train, now trains. He's Rel. now training your boy Rel and wifey. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Rel mm-hmm. might be, uh, you know, chapter two next. of this. They've they been, they been trying to get me to do it, man. I'm not going to come in. <laughs> but look, um, what was going to say? Yes. So I went sparring with pro fighters. Yep. Uh, su- Saturday morning. Yeah. And, oh, um, I got rocked. And I think it's only right that I show you guys the video live so you guys can react Mm. to... Oh, you got the video right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to see that. So I'm going to show you guys. I sent it to... Shout out to Andy. I I sent it to him. And it's funny because he resent me the video and he goes, LOL... I wanted to reset it. Uh, I had a, wanted to resend it to myself. I said, "You ain't shit. You were sending that to somebody else." Exactly. Who were you sending? <laughs> Shout out to Andy Ward, man. <laughs> Little brother, always keeping it real. You're breaking brother policy. <laughs> Why you get that? Who are you, who are you trying to send it to? <laughs> Why you get that video ready? Um, I want you to think about this question. Your approach to this fight. What are some similarities that you have uh, that you would approach a DJ set? So I think, if anything, if I was to say I was treating it like a DJ set, it would mm-hmm. be more along the lines of just like a venue that I haven't played before. 
because it's a, a lot of unknown. Um, I think also it comes down to like maybe um, doing my homework on the venues, doing the homework on my opponent. Um, mm. My mindset going into it is: Is he posting his videos? Uh, he's posted some. Okay, sure. But you watch? Are you watched his old videos? Of course. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. watched all everything. Gotcha. And um, so, um, <clears throat> and he's lighter than me when it comes to weight. But I think in heavyweights, it, it could be whatever it needs. Yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. whatever. <clears throat> but he's taller than he's you, taller right? than yeah. me. Yeah, reach. he's got a longer reach than me. Okay. So there's how some, much taller? Uh, he looks like he's like six two, six three. Okay, it's about mm-hmm. my height. Yeah, I'm six. Maybe a little taller. Oh, Sean's six three, so. So yeah, somewhere between you two. Pause. <laughs> so, um, anyway, but yeah, and then you know, so he's and he's but he's got some size on him, so it'll be it'll be interesting to go through. But yes, so I had to challenge myself, and I went in and I fought a professional fighter. Um, oh yeah, she is much lighter than me, so he was much quicker than me. And I was not prepared. My jaw still hurts right now, actually, mm-hmm. um, as we go through this podcast. Even with that beard? Yeah. I don't soften strong. up the blow. See, strong. here's the thing. There's headgear. No. No. There's headgear. Head right? Industry boxing, there's headgear. Right. Yeah. Which is a pro and a con. The, the pro is your head's protected. The True. con is your peripheral you is much, yeah. taken away. Mm. Um, I will say <laughs> this. When I got hit, I can strongly consider just taking a knee. <laughs> Throw in the towel <laughs> and, <laughs> Already But yeah. I want you guys to see these first I'm going to slide it over And you guys are going to see the first Two shots happen really quick yeah, And then you got to see this okay. We got to get your natural reaction I'm going to try and play it okay. here in the middle between you two Okay, okay you want me to hold it? I'll hold it for, Okay for well me. you got to slide to the right Hold on let me see if it Oh <laughs> this about to be It's playing through the audio So hold on Oh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play the audio so at least our listeners can hear it. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Just slide to the right. There you go. Hey, oh, let's go. Hands oh. up, hands up, hands up, Mick. Good, good, good. Count. Oh, yep. Oh. Hands up. Yup, yup, yup. Hands up. Nice, Mickey. Move that head. Nice. Oh, you reach. Yup, let's go. He's a pro. He's a pro. He's a pro. He is a pro. He's a pro. <laughs> Look, listen, my man. <laughs> He is a pro. <laughs> He's a pro. He's so a pro. I got, I got, I can't say anything. <laughs> He's a pro. <laughs> Look, what are you going to do? Here's, my, I, no, no, here's what Eddie's, Eddie's response was when I sent him that. He was the only person I was sent to. Yeah. And I saved it from sending it to you guys because I wanted this, this for this purpose. Yeah. But I sent it to Andy. He goes, well, thank God you're not fighting a professional. I'd be concerned. <laughs> How much money's on the line? You know, like colleges pay lower tier colleges to play them in football. Like, yeah. How much are you paying you? But so yeah, but so with that being said, there there are some positive takeaways, right? So uh, positive takeaway number one: he he him being a pro, uh, he was throwing, and I asked him, he's like, "What do you what were you what'd you throw that at?" Because I fucking I got rocked. Yeah. I was like, would you throw that at? Because I want to know oh, what like I can a, absorb. Like a scale one to 10? Like he's he, 70%. Okay. So he said he was at 70%. He goes, and the only reason I threw you, I like peppered it up is because you, he's like, you knocked the shit out of my gut. Like yeah, I hit him yeah. on the side prior to the video. Not yeah. serious, but, but he, he was like, okay, like you're going to, right, you got me. Now let me show <laughs> you what your speed ass now. is. <laughs> and then he just tagged me up. But. Considering how much he hit me, and he hit me more than that, 
I never went down. I didn't feel like going down. I was straight, but it was just a it was a wake up call. And so, um, yeah, my opponent's not that fast. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's not that experienced. And for those people who don't, and for those people who can't, for people who listen to us on Spotify and who can't see the video, Mickey was not wearing headgear. Oh no, right, no, no. Right, right, yeah, right, right. He wasn't wearing any headgear in the no. in the sparring. So keep that in mind. He I'll got post rocked. it yeah. after the fight. Okay. I don't need to get my ass shit talked to right now yeah. <laughs> or like yeah. exposed. That's, that's, that's very um what's the word I'm looking for you? Uh to, intelligent. To, intelligent to post a video of you getting punched in the face? Are you saying that it is intelligent? No, I'm not I'm saying that's very noble of you, I guess. Oh. I'm saying it's very noble of you to put that out there. Transparent. People, Content yeah, transparent. Yeah. To put something out there. People don't want to see themselves like in Oh, trust me, it was hard to watch. In a negative light. Yeah. It was hard to watch because I was like, "What am I learning here?" Yeah. <laughs> like, but but there is things. There's things what am I learning? What am I learning here? Get my ass kicked. <laughs> but, but shout out to to Marcos, uh, who's been by my side uh, through this all. And you know, again, like I was, I didn't know shit a year ago, and um, now I, I feel pretty confident going up against another heavyweight mm-hmm. in regards to like my speed and at that gear. Um, clearly going down to somebody who's like at a 160, mm-hmm. 170. I'm damn near a whole other person. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it was, I, I'm right now at like 285. Oh, okay. Yeah. I started out at 310 when mm-hmm. we decided that we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. So worked our way down, not quite all the way down that yeah. I need to get. I think I got to drop another 10 pounds. Before the fight? It'll be, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be all water weight. Which though. is still, yeah, yeah, that's still just like a lot of water that gotcha. I'm drinking. So then, gotcha. once you get to there, you you do this stuff that helps you. Yo, yeah, that last way. that last week before your fight is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna be there. We pulling up, right, Joe? Um, maybe. I fly in that day. I gotta figure out my flight. All right, so we're gonna do that again. We pulling up, right, Joe? Yeah, we're gonna be there. All right, here we go. See, <laughs> you're like <laughs> looking for Adrian. my name ain't in the title mickey i can't be there for you (laughs) no so i'm excited man park is a is a dope venue all them fucking led screens are gonna be up we're gonna definitely have to andre we're gonna have to talk about an intro video we're gonna put a uh, record some shit how you oh you walking out with andre oh that might have been here right there Hold on. Okay. All right. So that's what the walkout going to be. Now we got to just figure out the walkout. Um, I'm I'm working on a on a a world champion athlete to also walk me out with me. No shit. You know, cosigns. Working on that. Talk to. Wait, who else? Marley walking. Hey man, I'm walking walking out with you. Let the Mickey D's show walk you out. Let's do that. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Gotta get you guys. Gotta bring some shirts. Yeah. If I show up, let's walk. If I show up. Anyway, go uh, check out at Industry Boxing SD. Um, hopefully, uh, you buy know, tickets. I just execute. Yeah, go buy your tickets. What are we do? Where's, where's the after party? I got. I got a platform. So fuck it. Go to Industry Boxing SD. Uh-huh. Use promo code Mickey War M I K I W A R, and you get a discount. What's off the, the What's the discount? I think it's ten percent. Ten percent. Okay, but it'll be big. And that's because you're buying the cheap shit. Oh, I just checked. Ten percent is bigger if you buy a better seat. Oh, you got the you got the two dollars. You got the two dollars. All I know is I was told that someone's getting a table and I can go hang out. Look, I'm getting a cut of some. You get a bigger discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need. I need. Where where the VIP? How much the VIP tickets cost? I got you. 
I'm going to give you back the money, Joseph. It, wait, no, VIP I just want to help you out. out. That's all that matters. You're going to help me out. Listen, VIP tickets, I got you. I'm buying two of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are we going to We'll after? figure out. We got to coordinate because, yeah, it's the, I got some people who are buying tables and maybe I could get something cheaper. Mm-hmm. Where at? Oh, you mean at the fight? Yeah, at the fight. Is there an after party? Uh, yes. Where, where are we going? Sidebar? I was told that I would get a certain comp package if I win and another comp package if I knock the person out. What, what is, what's the prize if you win? Chingong. Outside ah. of the ch- comp package, is what? there a prize if you win? No. You get no money? Just, just no. But I'm going to try and get the Mickey D's logo on my shorts. Hey. Get that shit on the screen too. Hey. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, better not lose. You putting us out. There. Yeah, come on, man. Now you got a lot of pressure you know what on I'm saying? you. Like, don't yeah, bring us down really, with you. I'm here tomorrow. Don't bring us. Throw in the towel. Throw in the towel. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you who I'm not giving the towel to is Rob. As soon as Ding Ding Rob got the towel up ready to launch. As soon as I see his opponent walk out. All right. <laughs> Like, he's black. Uh, no confidence. <laughs> oh, he's black. Oh shit. <laughs> no, oh, I thought he was Hispanic. <laughs> I knew that would spice uh, up the uh, story shit. with Rel. Damn, <laughs> this is gonna be good. I'm definitely going. <laughs> Yo, one of the biggest beefs in the San Fernando Valley has always been blacks versus essays. Yo, that's you know what's funny. Did <laughs> you say that? That was a huge beef in coming up in New York in my high school. I was I went to high school in Long Island, and it was. Yo, black people and Hispanics, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans always were beefing with each other. I never yeah. understood that. Like, we on the same side. Why are we fighting each other? Nah, man, that was always a thing at my high school. Not always, but when it came to, it's like, you gotta pick a side. Anyway. What's, what, what else? Anyways. I think um, that, that does it other than, um, you, unless you want to talk about today, our yeah, um, day I, club I, correspondence. Yeah, yeah. So I went to a day club called No Jealousy. Um, and they've been doing it for like five years, I think, mm-hmm. every Sunday. And shit was lit, man. Like It's always the I've, second time or third time you went, right? It's the second time. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm just, the first time I was blown away because I've been looking for a party in Hollywood that's top 40 driven and that's popping. And and it's fine. Everything is hip hop now. Like, that, that's fine and all. I, I still go out to those parties. But when I DJ out and about, and this is... Part of the reason why I travel as much as I do is because when I get to travel, I get to play everything. So I came across, shout out to Fur and Q, um, X, LMFAO, crewmates. Were, um, were they spinning again this time? They No, no. They spun the first time and they did a great job, uh, MC work and um, and DJs. Uh, Fur did a great job DJing, but they played everything. Dope. And, and, and traditional, not traditional day club fashion, but to some degree traditional, you know, you there's themes for bottle presentations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously, that's what they do at Penthouse as well. <clears throat> but um, it was like the themes were incredible. They're like uh, they're very uh, creative. They have the Let It Go. That's what was what's that? Frozen, frozen, frozen shit. Yeah. And then and then they got the Joker presentation where they oh. come out to that one or that old oh. Jock Jams joint. Um, but there's just a bunch of themes. And what I think that's dope about them that I've never heard from a day club or uh, day party is. Um, they play the original and then it builds up into like a drop, like an EDM drop. Oh. So so it's not just original and get back, get out of it, get something different. Now it's a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Like the energy still goes because it builds up into a drop and now you're get your hands up and you're going crazy. From the theme? You. From the theme. Dope. That's dope. Yeah. So the guy at throws a party, his name is Jeremy. Um, dude's from France, thick French accent. <laughs> mm. Like 
Yeah, he's like, I'm like, where, I'm like, where do you even come from? I feel like I've known every, I met everybody in this scene, and he's just got this. I won't even call it an underground, but but to those that don't know, it's like an underground party that is like Europeans, Eastern Europeans, uh, uh, black, white, Asian. Like last time I was there, there was some dude with tattoos, all Asian cat with tattoos over his head, and it was just a bunch of tattoo artists that were chilling. Oh, like, I'm, and I'm saying that because. It's just a wide range diverse of people, crowd. extremely yeah. diverse. And like I said, you're playing EDM, you're playing hip hop, Mumbatone, and bad chicks everywhere. Like it's it's a legit party. And he also does um, Fridays at um, where do they have Greystone? Nightingale. Nightingale. He does Fridays at Nightingale. So I went to support Jordan Nold. Shout out to him. And as soon as I walk in, it's um, he's he's dropped he dropped. For EDM tracks and everyone's dancing, going crazy. Every table, so I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" White women in Hollywood, from the sky, huh? Everybody, huh. like every every walk of life was in that building. So I'm thinking, "Damn, like there's there's hope in Hollywood. Like this shit exists." So shout out to those guys. Um, Joe gonna be spinning in LA now. No, I mean Jeremy's. Already, we already talked. Like we had a meeting. He's just he he vibed. He's like, "Yeah, I get it. You're on the same page as me. Like that's who I want at my venue." So. We'll, we'll figure. He'll he'll hit me up with the date um, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Make sure you, make sure when uh, the hospitality comes. Yeah. Tennessee, or 19, 1942. That's what you mm-hmm. want. That's right, what I'll I want. What I we'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah. Um. So yeah. And then there was the opening of Penthouse today, which oh, is where yeah. Mickey was. So they call. So they're not doing it at Penthouse anymore, but no. they're still calling the day Penthouse. Yes. Got you. Real quick, yeah. South of France. I think that's where that theme. Those themes come from, right? Because I remember seeing it, and it's super popular out there. Central Pay, that's where the original like day party, day party experience took off. That like we yeah, did that yeah, with yeah. Uh, that that one guy, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then and then it stumbled into like Lavo, yes. And then Lavo was big on doing the themes and all that, the Rocky boxing thing, yeah. But but yeah, yeah. So for those that don't know, the I think that's then no jealousy is at liaison. Liaison, yeah, is the Ooh, venue at the I old didn't know that. Yeah, that's where that's where it's dope. I that's where I there a couple of times. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that was my first dope. like legit Hollywood residency was Ledoux. Was the Ledoux? Yeah, that's where we met yeah. Sean Antonio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Cool Whip, man. Cool Whip, yeah. yeah. Cool Whip holding out the outside room. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But yeah. Penthouse yeah. grand opening. Uh, they moved locations. They're yep. no longer at. Um. What penthouse, used to be the factory location. and penthouse. Now it's level three. Level three. The, the location of lo- level. Yeah, level. Yeah. So, um, they have moved. They invested into a new space. Put a lot it's a of bigger space, right? Put money into it for sure. It's much larger, much taller. Dope. Yeah. Um, it is two real stories, like two floors. It looks so good. Um, <laughs> it, I didn't see it at party. Look, I was. Couches. Yeah. So I was. I was. Not gonna go. I didn't want to go at first. Not on the first because yeah, it's the it's the, the first day. All of um, all of like the promoters and the people. Wait, we could just stop. No, go go. Damn, I think it's just like fuck your story. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, fuck you then. You ain't you ain't Joe Budden, motherfucker. <laughs> we got put the, we got put this bloopers in there. Yeah. It's right. okay, but this week me and Rob are gonna edit this audio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think I embarrass myself, so it's all good with me. You know? No, no, it's not. It's well, I mean, I'm sure you guys are saying fun stuff. <laughs> while gone. Right. So anyway, the grand opening of Penthouse was this uh, today. Uh, Dope. I'm you. We're you know, real. I mean, 
uh, Joe and I are your day club correspondents. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went to uh, Penthouse today with Dre <clears throat> Sinatra uh, because even though I know almost every single promoter involved, including the owners of the venue and everything else, it still felt <laughs> not so secure yeah, to, to like in. not have a problem to get in. No, nah, yeah. You, and you so it. it just felt like one of those days, man, where it's just like they had so they had sold out the day I heard like days prior to the to yep. the event. Um, I'm rumor says there's a couple guys with huge, huge minimums that had reserved. Um, and so, um, yeah, they should have a huge night. Um, what record breaking last time, not last time, last season, they were open. The most expensive presentation was a $15,000 bottle, not bottle, but presentation. So just the coffin, just imagine what today's presentations cost at being opening day well let me tell you before i left and i left early 7 30 right before the sun went down yeah i saw two coffins come out jesus and uh and you know those are marked up too from 15k <clears throat> just because it's opening day i would assume no i think you think they kept no, no, it no, i think i think the menu prices always stay the same okay mm. the table prices are will oh, fluctuate gotcha, yeah gotcha. the bigger and the then, table so the you more, just got to decide how you want to hit your minimums right yeah throughout the night um and i i know i for a fact saw two coffee presentations i saw one chandelier presentation and i saw two jet pre- uh presentations I about the jet. and for those that don't know there's well this is a new venue but even in their old venue they had jets set up in the sky mm-hmm. and it used to be a gold silver and bronze or rose gold uh jet and they mm-hmm. bring them down depending on what level you did um, now it's just all the same color jets, but they're three across the entire room. Yeah. It's a bigger room. Um, and there's a second floor that they didn't utilize yeah. uh, this time around. I'm assuming uh, either they just, you know, I know they they kind of pressed on timing to get this open on yeah. time. But they did a great job. You can for sure see where they have their room to like even take it another level yeah right like no pun intended because yes the second level still needs to do be you, filled up do you know what they plan on doing with that second floor is like they just I would trying to put a whole nother dj and, would, and like i would assume there? huh they're just, are they trying to put like a whole different vibe in well, there is it a closed no, no, room? no 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 this is like it, no this would make you feel like like a high school Exclusive. basketball game and yeah. there's just more seats and you're in the box seats basically yes got yeah. you and or how dre's is set up right uh, in Vegas, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so, but what pockets. I really, really got to give props to the way they built that out is that second floor. I feel like you would get an even better experience on the second floor mm. if you're closer to the booth yeah. than you would downstairs towards the back of the room. But there really wasn't a bad seat. There were some tables that they're kind of in the tuck mm-hmm. behind the DJ, like the DJ has a table, and that like it's its own little party. You know? Do you know though? Those are the tables I can see some artists getting that just want that, that would private want that. feeling. Yeah, like, but I don't want to be seen. So yeah, they could use the second floor as like extra tables. Um, there are some bare spots in the club that I'm sure they'll fill in. But man, um, shout out to Crucial uh, who opened up the, the mm-hmm. day uh, from all the videos and all the things. Like we got there around. I'm gonna say we walked in around six. Okay, five five fifty six o'clock. But based on all the videos, at they opened the doors at four, which they had a line of like four hundred people waiting. Yeah, I saw it. I saw um, Dre's uh, story. And then um, at like five thirty, you're already seeing like bottles and crazy light shows going on already. Is there a shoe drop? 
Uh, say what? Was there a collabo drop? A collab drop? No, but um, just outside of Supreme, or and then big ups to to Butch who killed it. He, he Butch did is a the man. Great Butch is the man. Job setting up Dre, and then Dre went on, and of course, he you know took the energy to a whole other other level. Um, and it, it just you know what I'll say this much. Um, last year at Penthouse, it did feel a little still too cool for school Hollywood. Um, you know, typical Hollywood nightclub hip hop night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this much: like the crowd was more interactive, and Dope. they were having a better time. Do you, do you think it's because it was opening day, or just the crowd is just a little bit more loose, or because the DJs changed up the format a little bit? Um, I mean, the format is still kind of the same. Yeah, I would say, but I would also, I think, the fact that like it's just been so long. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I think also that um, with daylight savings and like this yeah. being like it's still light out, like people really wanted to get into it, and there was a shit ton of alcohol being like yeah. purchased. Mm. Like I, yeah, there's a lot of money being spent. Yo, day so. party season is here, baby. In so, yeah. LA, in LA, <laughs> yeah, in LA. In LA. and yeah. Vegas kicked and off Vegas too. Vegas kicked off yeah. too. Yeah. So you know, um, it's still too cold, ladies, for y'all to be pulling up with. You know, 10%. Hey, but yeah. listen, we ain't here judging y'all. If y'all want to do no, that? No, nobody's it's judging. Not, it's fun to nobody's look at. Nobody's judging. It's just cold. Yeah. So, I might know. judge, but um, to myself. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That was it. Dope. That's it. So, um, anything coming up? Anything that else needs needs to be talked about? Industry Boxing, March 22nd. You heard the boy. Yeah. We're going to be there. Mickey DJ, are we DJing? Anybody DJing? Um... By the time, time this airs, airs, I'll have DJed in San Diego. I'll have DJ okay. downtown. Good job, DJ in San Diego. Yeah, Chingon and Sidebar was Appreciate always fun, as always. Yeah, yeah I'll have DJ downtown, to... Queensberry. That was dope. Uh, okay. Uh, I will be DJing at the no at Memoir and Shrine after this podcast airs. So mm. if you're around Boston on the 21st, oh no, the 20th. Um, memoir and then Connecticut Shrine on the twenty first. Costa, where are dates at, bro? Just oh. <laughs> we need to we need to do the hip hop night. Mickey yeah. D's pod takeover properly on Wednesday. On Wednesday, yep. I'm with it. Let's do it. March twentieth, uh, I'll be at Avenue. So there this, it is. that'll be before this. What day of the week is that? Thursday, Friday, Friday. Yeah, yeah. You working? I don't think so. I don't think so. We're going we can, we can, we can you, collab you need me to throw the lob again? You throw a lob again. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Say less. All right. Done. All right. Getting business done here. Uh-huh. And that does it for us. Episode. Uh, follow episode 37 in the books. Follow at Mickey D's show, not M-I-K-I- Mickey D's war or M-I- Mickey <laughs> war show or whatever you guys are searching. M-I-K-I-D-Z show. Make sure you tag every member of the Mickey D's show yeah. in your post. We appreciate every post you guys do repost. Um, keep listening. Follow yeah. Mickey at. Hey, Mickey war. DJ Danger Zone. At DJ Rel 12. And again, at Mickey D's show. Tag us. Yes, sir. We want to show you guys love. We have a platform now to, you know. And, you- and and ask us questions. Yeah, we're, we're we haven't open. gotten questions in a minute. I haven't, I, yeah. I haven't gotten questions. What maybe about they you all guys? figured it out. Yeah, that's maybe true. Good. Maybe, we, maybe we're too good at gotta this. Gotta let them, gotta let them no. spread <laughs> And then also make sure uh, Sirius XM, Globalization, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesdays. 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. 11. Pacific. Uh, East Coast time. <laughs> yes, sir. Yep. And that's it.